Oh, well, Stevie couldn't have timed that much better than he did. This is Ian Robertson. You're with me for the next hour with In The Picture, our weekly look at things photographic and some damn fine tunes. And we're going to get started today with Dr. Feelgood and Milk and Alcohol. <laughs> One of two's my favourites. Um, this reached number nine in the UK singles chart in 1979. So Dr. Feelgood's biggest hit and continues to be played by the man to this day. And it's hardly surprising because it's pretty damn good. This is Dr. Feelgood and Milk and Alcohol. alcohol. What a way to start the programme. <laughs> right now, we're going to have a bit of Womack and Womack and teardrops. The song was not a hit in uh, the US, where they come from, but it charted highly in the UK and across several European countries, as well as Australia and New Zealand. Lots of covers of this particular song, including two by Elton John. He's duetted with it, on it twice, once with Katie Lang and once with Lulu. This is Womack and Womack and Teardrops. Whenever I 
there we are, Womack and Womack. Um, and uh, next up, we're um, going to have Paradise City by Guns N' Roses. Peaks at number five in the US charts, making the, bards, the band's third single to reach the top ten. And well, it got to number six in the UK, top the Irish charts. And this was the first of their three singles to do so in Ireland. This is Guns N' Roses and Paradise City.
going to cut that short uh, because well, basically I picked the wrong track. I, I, well, I picked the right track, I picked the wrong version. Um, that was the album version and not the radio edit, which is a good minute shorter. So, sorry about that Guns N' Roses, but it's time to pack up Paradise City and leave. Right, well, usual format to the programme today, uh, 20 past the hour we'll be having a look at an aspect of photography and then 22 there we'll be looking at what's on in the photographic galleries and around the Glasgow area. And in terms of the photos for today, they're up on Cam Glenn Facebook page just now, you can nip along and see them. And so far we've had seven people have come along and given them a like, and amongst them Georgia, who's made a nice comment about the pictures too, so Georgia... Suzanne, Linda, Joseph, Sharon, Rosie and THP Songs. I'm not sure whether that's a promoter or a band um, but uh, they've all come along and liked the pictures and today we're going to be talking about well basically what I'm doing when I'm teaching on a Wednesday night in here so when I'm doing my photography course each week I'll then follow that up with a look at some of the stuff that the students are being exposed to during the week. So come to that as I say at 20 past the hour and uh, we'll get back on with the music now, followed up from this. You're in the picture with Ian Robertson, only on Cam Glen Radio. That's it here in Cam Glen Radio. Keep it here with us for the best in community radio. And we're now going to have a wee bit of Jess Glenn. And this is Hold My Hand. Song debuted at number one in the UK charts in March 2015, so straight to number one. Held the position for three consecutive weeks. It also reached number one in Belgium and Israel, number seven in the Irish charts, and was her first solo chart entry in the US. This is Jess Clinton, Hold My Hand. Standing in a crowded room and I can't see her face Put your arms around me, tell me
caught you out there in the end that didn't you Ian um, <laughs> just stops dead that one um, of course you would recognise that from an advert currently running on the television for a particular holiday company um, anyway moving on with the music and next we've got the beautiful south and song for whoever I couldn't find the information last night um, and I didn't have time to sit and listen to the song and take them all off but I'm sure somebody told me once there's 30 names mentioned in this um, it is the first and highest charting single from uh, the Beautiful South debut album Welcome to Beautiful South it peaked at number 2 in the UK singles chart in 1989 Excuse me, and was certified silver by the British phonographic industry this is the beautiful song <laughs> oh no the Beautiful South and song for whoever From the bottom of my pencil case I love you in the songs I write and sing Love you because You put me in my rightful place And I love the PRS tricks That you bring Cheap, never cheap Sing your songs till you're asleep When you've gone upstairs I'll creep And write it all down Down, down, down Oh, oh Deborah Oh, Julie, oh, Jane I wrote so many songs about you I forget your Get your name Jennifer, Alison, Philippa, so Deborah, Annabelle, too I forget your name Jennifer, Alison, Philippa, so Deborah, Annabelle, too I forget your name So oh. 
deep The number one I hope to reap Depends upon the tears you weep So cry, love it, cry song for you Jennifer And as I said earlier, what I wanted to do today, and I'm going to do this for the next several weeks, well, we've got a photographic course running here in uh, number 18. Um, we have a class that's running every Wednesday night. Um, I'm going to feature part of the lesson from that um, for people at home who maybe want to have a wee look at improving their photography. And the uh, first thing we looked at in the course, well, not the first thing we looked at in the course, but first big piece we looked at in the course was what's known as the exposure triangle and I'm looking at that right now on the Camblain Facebook page. It looks complicated but it really is very very simple. If we start at the top with aperture, the smaller the hole in the lens, the sharper things are from front to back in the picture. The bigger the hole in the lens, then the less is sharp and it's only the, what you're actually focusing on that's sharp and the rest is throwing out of focus. Um, and um, there's a number of reasons for doing this. One, if you're looking for a kind of postcard day landscape, then you want a very small aperture and you want to get everything sharp front to back. Whereas if you're taking a portrait of somebody, you don't want some distracting thing on the wall behind them uh, to take people's eye off the face that you're featuring in your portrait. So that's basically the guide to aperture. And when it comes to shutter, well, I think it's fairly obvious that the faster the shutter speed, the better it is at freezing action. And the slower the shutter speed, the more things get blurred if they move. And you, what you really need to do is balance out the aperture and the shutter speed. Um, if you're using a very high shutter speed, 
then the light doesn't get into the lens for very long. So you need to open the lens up more to let more light through for the same period of time. The analogy that I like to use in this is if you take a, a kiddie's paddling pool in the garden in the summer, if you had a hose that was a foot wide, then it would fill the pool very quickly. Whereas if you get a standard garden hose, it takes a long time to fill. And the aperture in the lens is exactly the same. The bigger the hole in the lens, the faster the light gets in. The smaller, then the, long, the longer it takes to get light in. And you then balance that with the shutter. The shutter sensitivity, the ISO sensitivity, the thing at the bottom, you can largely ignore with most uh, ordinary cameras. Most cameras shoot at about 100 ISO, which is probably as good as it gets. Um, the more sensitive you make the shot, the ISO, then the more grainy the picture appears. Um, so it's best avoided if you can. But we'll leave that sticking to the wall. And what I want to then do is look at the next two pictures. And if you look at them one after, you'll see that it's the same scene. And it was actually, in fact, shot just a matter of seconds between the two. So the first one, picture is correctly exposed. And it's shot um, at a place called Millerocky Bay on Loch Lomond of the sunset. And it's about 125th of a second. And it's boring, I think. Uh, next picture, shot for the same place. This time it's a four-minute exposure. So a very, very long exposure with the lens stopped right down the aperture. Tiny to reduce the amount of light coming in at any one time. And the exposure lasted for four minutes. And this time, well, that same water in the loch is suddenly smoothed out. It's got that milky, dreamy quality to it. And the clouds are blurred as they fly across the sky. And that's the whole point. Two pictures, perfectly exposed, but one, I would suggest the second one, is a much more interesting picture to look at than the first one, um, simply because we've been able to control the shutter speed. And then after that, um, just another aspect we looked at in the courses, about when you take a picture, what's the picture for? And you know, what are you trying to convey with the picture? So the first picture there is, um, I can't remember what that weed's called, but you <laughs> growing everywhere in Scotland. And uh, I love the curves um, in the, the plants that dies away in winter. Uh, all the leaves kind of curl back round. And I think it looks lovely. But of course, if you take up a lot of other plants in the background, then it's, um, it's not actually easy to see what's going on there. And on this occasion, I've used... Yeah, quite a small aperture in the lens so things are quite sharp front to back and although the plants in the background are not sharp but you can see enough detail that your eye wanders off what the picture's there for onto the stuff in the background and as a picture it's just well it's a fail um, the next one is a plant growing just a couple of feet away from the one I previously photographed and this time I've used a very very large aperture so suddenly, all that background gets thrown out of focus to the point you can't actually see what it is and what's going on. So suddenly we've got a picture that's interesting because you can see the detail. Now, you might not like the picture. That's fine if you don't like it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I do like that particular read. And uh, this way, I've now got a picture of something that's, I think, worth looking at. So that's really all we want to talk about today and uh, we'll come back to the subject of the photography course next week and as I said earlier, thank you to the people who've been on and liked the pictures already it was very nice of you to do that let's get back to music and up next we've got George Harrison and Got Your Mind Set On You the only one of George Harrison's hits that wasn't written by him 
He first heard it just a couple of months before the Beatles did their first tour of America. He was over in America visiting his sister, who lived somewhere out in the Midwest, and uh, he bought the album that this track is on. It stuck in his head, and he continued to play it, and recorded it then himself in 1987. This is George Harrison's take on Got My Mind Set On You. It's gonna take money. All I spend 
Anyway, that was George Harrison and Set On You. Um, and uh, next up, we're going to share with the Shoop Shoop song. This was originally written and composed by Rudy Clark and first released as a single in 1963 by somebody called Mary Clayton. Um, and it didn't chart. A year later, somebody called Betty Everett recorded it and it went to number one uh, in the US. That was in 1964. Recorded by dozens of artists and groups around the world uh, since then. And then it became an international hit when Cher remade it in 1990. The Cher's version of the Shoop Shoop song, Shoop Shoop song, <laughs> reached number 33 in the US, number one in the UK. It also topped the charts in Austria, Ireland and Norway and reached a number two in Belgium and the top ten in France, Germany, New Zealand, Australia, Switzerland, Netherlands and Sweden. Not bad for a wee remake. This is Cher's version of the Shoop Shoop song. favourite performers, definitely is um, and that was sharing the Shoop Shoop song and now, <laughs> just by every change, we've got Bruce Hornsby in the range and the way it is topped the charts in the US Canada and Netherlands in 1986 
and got into the top 20 in Australia, Ireland, Switzerland and the UK. This is Bruce Hornsby, The Range and The Way It Is.
There we are. I love the piano in that track. And now it's time for this. And this won't take long today, folks, uh, because the computer screen in the studio is bust. So I can't look up the dates uh, of the exhibitions that are up and coming uh, in the, the next couple of weeks. Both the uh, International Gallery of Photography and the um, One Three Tron Gate are closing their exhibitions. That was Gorbals that was on in One Three Tron Gate and Red up in a the Glasgow Gallery of Photography, both shutting down and they'll be hanging their new exhibitions this week. So uh, nothing much to let you know about. There's a <laughs> screen's not working, so I can't look up and I can't remember where the exhibitions that are up and coming uh, in the next couple of weeks are. The Oscar Mazzaroli exhibition continues in the Gorbals Library and well worth a visit that is. But that's about as much as I can bring to you today. My bad. I'm sorry. But can you see the screen? So that'll have to do me And up next we're going to have Super Trump I played a bit of Super Trump last week And I enjoyed it so much I'm going to do it all over again So we're going to have Dreamer And uh, the live version of Dreamer A billboard recorder is Sweet pop melody, clear vocals and bubbly keyboards Roger Hodgson rated it as one of the top 10 best songs he'd ever written And of course there's a bit of local flavour Doogie Campbell Thompson, um, who is the bass guitarist on the in Supertramp, was born in Glasgow and was raised in Rutherglen. So there you are. This is Supertramp and Rima.
Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk.
There we are, live version of Benny and the Jets. And uh, next up, our last track for today, which is going to be 10cc. And uh, thank you to everybody for listening. Without you, there would be no sense in doing these programmes. And uh, a big thank you too for everybody through the glass who helps put these programmes together and keeps us all going while we're on air. Um, Big Al's next door, ready to come in and get his show started. The collar has already been slipped. The cage door is open. He's all ready to come in with the big dog show. And we're going to go out today with 10cc, as I said. I'm Mandy, Fly Me, released in 1976 from the How Dare You album, got to number six in the UK. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you all next week.
Sitting in the 